Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Back to Normal. Today is September 7th, 2020. So let's get started. Okay, what I want to talk about today is something that has been on my mind since long before starting this podcast. And um, it feels particularly important given points vaguely at world. And that is the importance of skepticism. And basically, what what I really want to get into and kind of and kind of discuss and work through is what any or all of us can do to protect ourselves from being misinformed, and especially to to protect ourselves in such a way that we are not sharing. Um, not passing along, not spreading misinformation. And it feels very relevant because many, many people around the world are currently passing or um, spreading other things like viruses, um, which are based a lot on misinformation. The, The spreading is based a lot on misinformation. And so it feels particularly relevant in this kind of specific age, um, to basically just think about all the principles of misinformation and the the importance of skepticism as it relates to that information that presumably, presumably, there is correct information out there. Um, and so it's really a matter of making sure that we have the correct information and we don't have something that's pretending to be correct information. And I don't think there's necessarily like a perfect like I wouldn't say there's a cure for this if we use a medical metaphor, but there's definitely treatments and there's definitely things you can do to like take preventative measures. So I basically, I came to the conclusion last night. Um, well, I've, I've come to this conclusion before, but I kind of officially in the context of this episode and this podcast came to the conclusion last night that we should all be um, taking anytime you go online, anytime you're looking at something that somebody else has put together, has written, has said, whatever, um, look at it skeptically, look at it with a grain of salt and not to say that you shouldn't look at things with skepticism when they go against what you believe, because you definitely should. But especially if, if you see something that you, that makes you go, yeah, you're right. I agree. Um, I think it's most important to say, to just like, whoa, 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 hold on. Let's actually make sure that we can we can really convince ourselves that this is true and real um, before before like adding it to your repository of your mind, your list of anecdotes you tell your friends, your list of things you shared on Facebook or Twitter. Um, just really convince yourself that it is true, that it's real, and that it's not misleading in any way. And the other important thing that I don't think really comes up as much, or it does come up sometimes. Um, but the idea that while, uh, the source of something is important, what's also important is the reasons why they have chosen to highlight this particular thing. Because what I'm learning now is like what I've been learning recently is that every single thing you see, everything you see is motivated by some specific thing. There's some motivating factor that has caused a 
person, a news organization, a politician, um, a friend, family member, there's a reason that they have put this specific piece of information into the world, whether they are the source of that information, whether they're an investigative journalist who is reporting on a story or whether they are like a family member posting something on Facebook. There's a reason why they're doing it. And there's a reason why they've framed it in the way that they have. And obviously that this comes down to very subjective opinion, but you can look at something um, you can look at something through a certain lens and come out with a very different, um, very different, like perspective on like two people can do that with the same event and come up with very different perspectives. And I think it's really important to consider where somebody is coming from in, in discussing that and then figuring out, um, you know, what you should take from it. And especially if you're planning like if your plan is not to come up with some new idea that's been like whether you're planning with social media the friction to from like idea to sharing to posting is basically zero and that's on purpose um because so social media is just all geared around all swirling around the engagement and um wanting things to be more visible for everybody and so it's really important to take a step, create some friction for yourself and say, listen, I saw this meme. I saw this like scathing bit of information in a report. Is it true? Where is it coming from? And why is this person sharing this? And I, I'm I'm really hesitating because there's so many there's so many things that I see on social media. I caveat, I deleted Facebook a long time ago because it seemed to me that it was way worse there. But I'm now finding a lot of the same things on Twitter, which is like this, basically this bombshell, we got him type uh, post. And one, no matter where it's coming from, whether it's coming from the political left or the political right, um, it's really easy to, it's really easy to um, kind of forget your mind. And you're like, it's almost like, there's something tribal going on in the back of your mind. And if you're not paying super close attention, you're like, you, you can look back at yourself and suddenly you're like applying war paint and you're um, like, you're in battle mode and you don't even necessarily realize it. it. It takes like concerted effort on everybody's individual part to just step back and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, what am I doing here? There's all this talk a long time ago um, if it, it feels like an even longer time ago than it actually was. Um, but while Barack Obama was president, there was this whole thing swirling around of, you know, Obama did some really scandalous stuff. And like in the context of presidents, especially modern presidents, um, even before him, I'm talking about George Bush and, um, there are, there's a lot of, especially related to the military and related to potential war crimes. There's a lot that he did that, that is very controversial. If you actually go back and think about it, um, like specifically a lot of like the, the actual drone warfare that went on that is still presumably going on, although they don't hear about it very much. Um, there's a lot he did that you can look back at critically and say, listen, I don't actually think this was a good idea. I think overall Obama was a great president and did a lot of good for the U S but 
um, that was not perfect by any stretch and, and definitely shouldn't be looked at uncritically or unquestioningly. And I don't, I think there, there, that a lot of people do actually see that, but, um, then you get these, like, so you get this story about, you know, he's doing drone strikes and potentially civilians are involved and that's probably a war crime. Um, but then you get these so-called like these fake scandals that, that, um, people who, who are left-leaning will, will quote and say, look how ridiculous the Republicans are. They're talking about these fake scandals and just trying to generate, um, trying to generate bad press for for Obama. So things like when at that time he ate mustard, that time he ate fancy mustard instead of, you know, I, like I guess French mustard is more fancy than American mustard, which is just like apparently lowbrow. I don't know what the, the reasoning is, but um, he got in trouble or he got, there was a scandal because he ate mustard. There was a scandal because he had, wore a tan suit and the Democrats would just look at this and say, how ridiculous are these Republicans that have to make up these fake scandals? Um, but and I'm not trying to compare the magnitudes of, um, what I consider to be actual real scandals here, but, um, I do oftentimes I'll, I'll look at Twitter or Facebook and you will see, um, a news report or some, some person sharing on, on Twitter, some supposed scandal, um, from president Trump. And it's just not. Like he's done some really, 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 really bad, dangerous, downright evil stuff. The whole administration has. But then you'll focus on like the way he talks or his his turns of phrase, like judging someone based on the way they talk just because they're like mid 70s from New York. Like we can have a conversation about his mental health, which I think we probably should. But talk talking about the way he talks or the way he walks or the way he looks or the way he stands like it you want to talk about fake scandals you should like honestly as an exercise for yourself every time you see a news story about trump think to yourself is this actually newsworthy is this a scandal or is this something dumb because they didn't have anything more interesting that he was outright evil that he did recently. Um, and I guarantee you that oh, a lot of those things are evil that like, there's a lot of things that he does that don't necessarily generate a lot of really good headlines or a lot of good clicks because, um, there are a lot of nuanced laws that are on the books for a reason that he just, or norms that he violates and everybody's on board with, but there's also a lot of just, there's a lot of downtime in a 24 hour news cycle where they have to, focus on every little individual thing. And, and a lot of it is just completely like completely not relevant to politics, not relevant to anything. They're just personal attacks on the way he is. Like it is a little ridiculous how seriously he takes himself. Um, and it's sometimes just fun to poke fun at that, but don't, don't look at it and say, wow, finally we got him. Um, because those are the exact same kinds of attacks that um, if somebody was done against your um, your favorite political figure, you would look at and just like they would bounce right off you because you're like, you're just, this is nothing. This is nonsense. That's not a scandal. It's just characteristics of this person. And um, yeah, so I, I've really tried hard to to look at every scandal through that lens and say, listen, is this bad? Um, and like I said, oftentimes with Trump, yes, 
it is, it really, really is. But sometimes um, I'll just look at it and go, no, this is, this is literally nothing. And um, I think that's, that's really important to do with like, even in Canada, this, that's turning out to be really important because Canadian politics, because we're so close, because the media, most of the media we pay attention to is, is American, nothing Nothing. The scale of what happens in Canadian politics and Canadian government is absolutely nothing compared to what happens in the U.S. And so we end up getting kind of tied in just because it's like a it's like we have a reality show, um, which is sad in itself that that's how the kind of comparison works. We have a reality show, but they have a reality show that just like turns it up to 11. And obviously people are going to want to see the most ridiculous thing on this reality show. And so. A lot of Canadians get sucked into American politics really hard. Like, and when I say politics, I don't mean like the the set of things that's best for society. I mean the ridiculous sideshow, like the political sideshow of who can do the best gotcha on their opponent. And um, yeah, I think it's it's kind of tragic, and and I definitely look at things through through that lens of this is all very meta and doesn't actually have to do with what the world like what this is all about. And so um, all I really want to say here to wrap up is that you're, if you think you're immune to this, I would encourage you to go back and think or go back and look through or just like scroll through Twitter, Facebook, um, specifically the politics part um, on your feed and just say, and just be careful and watch, look at every story now through that lens and say, listen, um, if I was, let's pretend I'm a journalist, if I'm applying a rigorous fact-checking standard just to say, rather than taking everything you see online at face value and like retweeting, sharing, whatever it is, look at it. Think about it yourself. If I was trying to prove this was true or false, what would I have to do? And I think you'll find that it's extremely hard to actually do that. And it, life is more boring when you have to do this kind of thing. But I think it's really important because if you if you do look at things through that lens, you'll see that suddenly there's not a lot that's as outrageous as it it first appears when you when you see it on social media and you get that. Because not only this, not only is that true, but everything on social media is like it's dialed up to eleven. It is made its most extreme by the people who are putting it together because that's what's necessary to get attention, to get clicks, to get. Um, ad revenue in this world everything needs to be turned up to 11 and made its most ridiculous and so that's that the results of that are what we're seeing now and um yeah so as a last warning be skeptical of what you see especially leading up to the u.s election in the fall potentially a canadian election in the fall who knows um just the general pandemic coronavirus news cycle as well um basically what i'm what I found with the, the pandemic news cycle is that you don't have to pay attention anymore. The advice is all the same. And until we get a treatment and or a vaccine, we should basically just be focusing on the same, like the messaging we've got now seems relatively solid. And until um, you don't need to pay attention to social media anymore in order to get your coronavirus news, it will make it through to you. It will make it through a few, like watch the local news every week you're going to get the advice you need. Things are not moving that fast anymore. They were moving really fast before. Now the advice, wear a mask, don't go to large public gatherings. And if you do get tested, 
that's really all you can do. So I'm going to leave it there for now. Continue to be skeptical. We all need to be fact checkers. We all need to be on our very best behavior online right now. And um, I'll leave it there. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.